the I saw both I read the books because I think there was a sequel and I saw both Charlie and the Chocolate Factories. Didn't like any of it. I don't know, I'm just a I heard the place. Yeah. That also I don't Well we out there. Well Is your life finally calmed down yet? <laughs> still Um yeah. It it has. It has decently. Okay. I'm at least in town for the foreseeable future. Yeah, for the next, until September 25th, I am in town. September 25th, you leave for five months to the African Congo? Correct. I will okay. be in actual Congo. Until Where had he been? Anyway. It's been good. Um, way back when I was young, during when the summer began, so one thing is I've been camping off and on. This wasn't entirely my intention, um, but it was an effect. It was basically like two years ago, my wife was like, hey, when the kids are old enough, we should go camping. And my mom was like, yeah, we should take them camping. Cool. I don't know if, well, okay, well, then, then, after a while, after a while, you can wait any longer and just win this. My mom was like, yeah, when can you guys go camping? So, like, give me a date that you could go on a camping trip with us. My wife, who is very into calendars, said, we're available the following weekends and lists, like, four weekends during the summer, thinking, well, she would pick maybe one or two of them to go camping. And she picked all. She picked all of them. <laughs> And so we have been in camping marathon and you know it's kind of like my mom already bought the like camping sites and she probably could have gotten them refunded. I didn't realize you could pre-order camping sites. Oh yeah, you have to reserve them like months ago. I advance. never knew that. She like reserved them like in March. <laughs> I always just go there and there's a spot available I take it and I leave the money in the little drop box. Well, my parents are very particular about where they sleep and where they camp and stuff. Like, like it has to be just right. So, it, I don't, I don't know. They, they get crazy with that stuff. So my mom like researches all the best camping sites and like looks at their trail plans and <laughs> figures out where the best camping site is and then reserves it months in advance. Like she was reserving it, yeah, and like she plans the camping sites like she's buying a house. Yeah. Like, for real, she's super good about that, and so we always get really awesome camping sites, but it's, like, for, planned, foreplanned, like, years in advance. I can't camp like that, man. It has to be day of, I make the decision, I'm camping tonight, then I leave. Yeah. That's what I... It's kind of a thing. And so, anyway, so a lot of me being gone have been those. Usually... Well, sometimes we'll be like, okay, we're going to come back really early in the morning and just come to church and stuff. And like, we'll leave wherever the heck we're camping at like 6 a.m. and come back and go to church and stuff. We've done that a few times. That's pretty miserable to do. Yeah. And so we have tried not to do that as much this summer. So anyway, that's why I've been gone some Sundays. Other Sundays... Uh, let's see, I went to 
went to California twice, Colorado once, and I think I went down south to like Medford once, and and then we've been camping four other times when we went to the coast with Kate's parents, her mom, this last weekend. And then all of that plus like baby complication stuff. And so we we had we had it planned to go basically be able to go to church every other week this summer because of silliness, right? And then one of those weeks we had like a we had to go to the baby doctor, basically, and so... They always said, when you have a girl, it's more work. It was crazy. And so, it's not that it's been that insane, it's just that on Sundays specifically, there have been, it was, it just worked, it was like the, the toast thing. <laughs> Wait, what? The toast thing? Where, like, if something goes wrong, it will, that, whatever that's called. You mean Murphy's Law? Murphy's Law, yeah. I don't know where you got toast. The toast always lands jam side down. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Not true, by the way. That's correct. Yes. Although you think it be true. But, uh... You stole Ringo when it lands jam side up because it wasn't... Because it wasn't that big of a thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, I dropped it. Oh, it yeah, that's fine. Name. I will not remember this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how it's been. And then... Wednesdays for a while, and I forgot why that was. I don't remember. Anyway. But part of it was baby stuff, which has been a whole thing. Hey. You feel hot. Yeah. I miss it. I miss it too. My hair's too long to actually do that and have it even yeah, be decent. Yeah, I need to get it cut. I just got my cut today. Yeah, looks nice. Fully recovered from my laryngitis. Dude, so, yes. Yeah. My I voice is full and whatever that word is for when it has a good tone. Full of juice. Yes. Full of juices. After we got back from camp, I passed out for about 24 hours. Probably a good move. I went to work and I passed out for another 12 hours. So, I think I'm recovered from that now. I'm ready to be a human being again. So. Tell me about municipal camp, man. How was it? It was pretty good. Uh, well, it wasn't perfect, but it was pretty good. Uh, for my, my cabin, uh, I got all the good kids. Not like the well-behaved kids, but you know, the good kids, like the kids you want to have. Yeah. Uh, poor Cameron got, he got the rowdy bunch, the ones fighting each other. Like, there was, the youngest kid there has had some anger issues, and the last day at camp, he just like totally flipped, and there was this huge fight with him and this other kid, and I had to, I had to drag him out of the cabin and hold him down. Yeah. It was a whole big thing. It was awful. Um, this was another like fight. Was that day. <laughs> yeah. Irritable, children. But my cabin was great. It was really great. Yes. Got to have some good talks with some kids did a lot of fun stuff. So, all in all, very good. Dude, that's very so good experience. I, I loved helping at camp. I was the best. The best. I wish I could have gone this year. You were a good speaker. You, Thank you. You did good things with the words when you said them. 
I said the good things. Yes. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, I always, I always get the feeling that, and it's not you, but whenever anybody speaks to a middle school group, they hear it, they comprehend it, but then it's just gone like 12 seconds later. Yep. Like, I don't think anything sticks. That's kind of a thing. Although, no, actually, I had a really good conversation with uh, Chris about your, um, whatever day it was when you were talking about the dad, like the father oh, yeah. comparison. That hit him pretty hard. It was pretty, pretty neat. That's awesome. Anyway, so that was all good. Um, on the way, <laughs> on the way back from camp, um, I was I was in a. I had brought my van because I was doing. I was the luggage guy. We were coming down the mountain on the way back. Uh, Alicia was in the church van in front of us. I think Amanda was driving her van behind me, and it was down the mountain road on the gravel. And we had finally pulled off of the gravel part, and I remember smelling something, being like, "Oh." Farmers must be burning their crops, and, and, and I, I smelled it because my window's broken and it won't roll up, so that's been very annoying. But we pulled onto the regular pavement road, and that's when uh, the walkie-talkie. I had a walkie-talkie, and I think Amanda's fan had a walkie-talkie, just because nice. that's fun. And uh, but I get radioed on the walkie-talkie: "Pull over! Your car is smoking." <laughs> so that freaked me out. We pull over and. No, it was the county sheriff pulled over behind us too. He was very nice actually. Um, but apparently, yeah, something screwy happened with my brakes. And so everyone else had to back to the church. I drove very carefully to Les Schwab. And to Les Schwab and Sweet Home. Turned out my brake fluid had boiled, which is apparently something that can happen. Dang! Yeah. Uh, I guess I just. Apparently, if it's really old and you're braking hard down a steep gravel road on a hot summer day with a van loaded down with luggage, your brake fluid can boil. Wow. I also had two tires going flat. Oh my gosh. So, I got to buy two new tires. Oh, there. and they got you good. And they wouldn't let you drive yeah. away unless you bought them. They, no, I managed to let them drive, let me drive away so I could get back to the church and get people their luggage. <laughs> then I had to buy tires. Anyway, that was fun. That was actually pretty funny, the whole experience. Because, like, when I had pulled over and the sheriff was behind us, all of the teenagers, the, like the older kids, they all took turns <laughs> giving their own diagnosis of what was wrong with the car. <laughs> and they were all very sure about it. It was funny. Miniature oh, auto mechanics. Anyway, that was pretty fun. anything of note has happened since then. So. Yeah, but camp, I stamp a positive grade A stamp on. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't even talk about the injuries. Yeah, there were a lot of injuries. Nobody died. No boats were broken. Well, actually, that wasn't the break, that was a spray. Sprains don't count. And they, and they developed blood. a cavity in the middle of the week somehow. Dude, that was yes. Weird. Yeah. Strange. Nice job. Um, do you want to like get some food or something? I'm like hungry. Yeah. Do you care where we go? Like a hamburger or something? I don't know. What? Do you want like a hamburger or something? Whatever you can swim. Okay. 
raw onion. <laughs> I would eat that. I bet you would. I would eat a raw you onion. You seem like an old farmer type. Just eat a raw onion. Like an apple. It was revealed to me during camp, by the way, um, how much people think... Because I kept getting this comment from kids that it looked like somebody's dad. One kid said it looks like their math teacher. <laughs> I was like, huh. huh. I feel like maybe... It doesn't bother me. I feel like I should just embrace it. Probably should. The dad look. That's fine. I've leaned rather heavily into the dad look. You haven't changed in like the last <laughs> seven years. That's true. <laughs> Except maybe a little bit of a faux hawk. That's true. It's about I all I've done. I'd say that's a dad look. Well, I, think I do dad things though. Well, you do. Very dad like. See, you are a dad, and I look like a dad. There you go. Together we make one complete father. <laughs> Perfect. Right. You should actually embrace the dad look, get some glasses, wear a cardigan. Yeah. Pleated pants. Pleats. Yeah. Pleats. Be really good for you. Alright. Oh, mustache. How do you feel about chicken wings? I'm okay with chicken wings. Sounds delicious. But also, and I don't, I don't care what the temperature is outside. It is pumpkin spice season. Yes, it is. Yes, you it is. You would be appalled greatly by the amount of pumpkin things I've consumed over the last four days. I don't even care what people think of it. But I'm just, I don't wait. Care. Hold on. I just do but it. The first was on Sunday. Yes. What do you mean four days? Today's the fourth. about pumpkin spice <laughs> um yeah i made uh pumpkin spice syrup on monday partaking quite hard i would do that if i drink more coffee at home but i don't yeah so i'll just purchase my pumpkin spice drinks. um i will say i don't know if my taste changed or if they change how they do it but starbucks pumpkin spice iced tastes very good this year
beyond fan. Infatuation. Infatuation. That's the word. So this guy's bumper sticker really backfires on him. It says stop Trump on the on the bumper there, but the stop is in the dark red, so the first thing you see is Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so when I first glance at it, I go, a Trump fit. Oh, right. Oh. Okay, stopped. Okay. No, stop. It's really not helping you, man. It's no, comma, money down. <laughs> uh, on that subject, I've been trying. I've been really... The temptation to get back into it is strong, and I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Fall with the politics. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see how it would be entertaining. Yeah. Well, it's just because the election thing's coming up. And by coming up, I mean in a year, which is close enough for TV. Correct. Go on about it. But I am not even. If I could get to the point where election day comes and goes and I don't even realize it's happened, I would consider that a success. That does sound quite good. Yeah. Is this real life? Or is it just fantasy? Alright, here we go. Let's see if this will work now. I've uh, where are we? I don't know what this is. Taking place you is. here to kill you. What? I've taken you here to kill you. Oh, okay. Just like well, I knew this would happen. Well. Can't say you're surprised. I'm not! like that skunk was dead before I got there. Oh, hey, Jake. <laughs> I don't even understand why they call wings. That bothers me a lot. Some of them are. Some of them are, but honestly, if you look at that piece of meat, the first thing you think of is not, oh, that's a wing. No. Stupid. Another dumb American thing. Yep. You want to get coffee or something? I was all set for it. Yes, sir. Oh, a PSL? Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's go! Yeah. So, the thing I was. Thing I, thing I, the thing I had been meaning to talk to you about, yes. Alright. I'm ready. Good. Well, I guess I No, I, I was going to talk to Matt about it this week, but he keeps... Matt. First it's the baby, and then it's all get to me after surface. Man is... Man is perpetually unreachable. You're right, I hate Matt. He's the worst thing. Don't you throw him out. It's a tiny bicycle. I'll get the tiny bicycle thing. I love tiny bicycles. Sorry. I only want to... I only want to ride tiny bicycles. I only want the old school, like, 1800 giant wheel bicycles. Which are the only kind that we're riding. Dude, you could and no one would even be surprised. I'd be like, oh, Jake's riding his normal bicycle today. Just do it in Eugene and it's fine. Yeah. They'd be like, oh yeah, it's Eugene. Yep. I'm probably gonna wear that, actually. So, uh, about last... Sometime last spring. Um, about the same time I started, because, how did I start that? I was musing to myself, as, as I often do. I was kind of biting the idea back and forth that I wanted, I don't know, 
like that because it sounds... I like doing, I really like doing the youth ministry, That's I love that. And that has been really great. But I, and it's not that I want to be busier, because when I say I want to do more, that sounds weird. That implies like I'm not doing enough, and then there's like a level there of how well, how much are you doing? And that's, I don't think that's quite what I mean, it's more like a, I want to do something that's challenging? Is that the right word? I don't know. I'm trying to communicate this emotion, sorry. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to do something that will require more of me. But, anyway. So about the time I was thinking about that. If that makes sense at all. Um, that does make sense. Yeah. I was, I've been trying to look for something like that, I guess, in the context of our church, because that's... Uh, and Alicia brought up that we need... that we really need um, college ministry back again. And... so... I thought to myself, oh, that's something I can do, because I have the time. And then I suddenly retorted to myself with, oh, no, that's scary. Nope, you, you're not doing that. Stop it. Stop that thought trail right there. You can't do that. So I buried that. But then a week later I'm like, well, I mean, I could. No, you can't. And I spent, I spent all summer, like, going back and forth on this idea. Because, I don't know, maybe it's fear. Because I couldn't, on the, on the pro side, um, I have the time and the ability to do this, to start this thing. Um, and the only like, the only downside I, I could come up with was I'm not you. And then I realized, well, that's not a thing. That's, that's not an actual reason. You're Correct. just <laughs> being stupid. So anyway. I feel like being me is 0% a reason to <laughs> It was just like the idea that if if I was leading a group, then I would be expected to, um, I don't know, be a super teacher guy, be super engaging. I mean, I, I could stand to be better at um, engaging with people than I am. I think I've gotten better, but... Um, but the idea that I would have to be Mr. Uh, greet you at the front door. Hey there! Hi! Welcome! I mean, I could do that. It's just... Hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're saying. Okay. I guess it's that it's that fear that if I was doing something, people wouldn't come because they don't like me. Settle that kind of thing, I guess. Hmm. But then I realized that's a dumb reason. So I have gone back and forth about this. I have prayed about this. I have done a lot of things with this in my head. I've done a lot of things. I've done a with lot it. of things, and I finally have come to the conclusion that I think if if it was sort of like it was, I think. Sort of like it was when uh, when I was part of it, uh, towards the beginning of that. Just like sitting in a circle doing like a Bible study type thing. Mm -hmm. I could definitely do that. Like that's not hard. No, I mean, not hard in the way that I was thinking, but sure. And... I just like came to the conclusion that yeah, this should be something that I'm doing because uh, it keeps getting brought up as a need and nobody seems to want to fill that and I have the time and the ability and I see the need for it and 
it's just I don't know, there's no reason not to do it. <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't have a good reason to say no. That's what I'm saying. That's cool. Uh, Starbucks isn't here. That's oh. why we're stopping. He said, buy the liquor store. ball was lost because of all of the death. I only caught half of that. Yep. Okay. And it destroyed me from the insides. Like a Taco Bell. Is this some kind of weird beat poetry? Hmm? I don't know what you're doing. Yep. I know. This is the first hot pumpkin spice I've had this season. Yes. Well, Jake, I don't know, man. Oh. Um. Contributing factors to that, I guess. That was just silly. Stop sign. Somebody, another word stop, somebody blasted a sticker that said drinking cow's milk. That is a very specific product to manufacture and sell it. Hippies. Okay. Anyway. I had to explain to my children what hippies were today. <laughs> it was great. Have you seen a person who lives in Eugene? Yes. That is a hippie. story. <laughs> anyway. Um. College ministry. Yes. That's... I don't know, just having... Hmm. Just because it was a big thing for me, because I was a miserable kid. I was a miserable kid who had nothing to look forward to with Friday, Friday evenings back in my early college days. Just because I... I really see the value there of having a place you can go every week yeah where there is food and a Bible thing and there are people who care yeah I do it's because I know well I guess my, my main concern is that we don't have enough people to sustain that like we maybe have three or four people who you would consistently show up that is one of the main problems I would see with that yeah Um, I mean, that was pretty much constantly the thing with flight, is that... I think we always had like at least five or six people. It, depend, it, it depended on the week, but yeah, I mean... I mean, we definitely, we shrunk as it went on. <laughs> yeah. I think I was like the last new person who was, well, no, Ryan and Maddie, but they moved. Yeah. But other than that, I was like the last new person who stuck with it. The problem is that, well, there's kind of two schools of thought on this, I guess. And one of them is that if there's nothing for college students, they're not going to like be at your church. If you make something for them, they actually have something to come to, right? The problem with the other side of that is that we live in
live in a town that's in between two big college towns. Yeah, if one day goes north or south. Yeah, and so they generally will move out. <laughs> and so there are a few kids that will stay there that maybe are either like going to LCC or just like aren't going to college, you know, that kind of thing. And generally, like, for me, that was kind of the thought of like, all right, there are kids who are coming out of youth group or too old for youth group at that at that moment. We had like quite a few, we had like 12 or 13 kids that were graduating that year. Um, and I'm like, they don't have anywhere to go. They're not moving. Like they're gonna stay in Junction City. Oh, they need something. So we gotta have something like, yeah, we should, kind we should, of, we should make I, something for them, right? It's kind of what I meant too. So and I guess thing is that that was really good for some some of the kids I, I'll never discount that I thought it was really good for some of them um, but like generally you think of the group of people that you want to reach and a lot of them are not going to come just because of whatever circumstances you know it's like maybe one in five of the kids that you think are like this is perfect for is actually going to come because it happened to be on the right day and the right time and they didn't have anything else going on and they saw the value in it. <laughs> you know, all of those things have to line up. And so it's really hard to transfer that like importance of, hey, I really want you to come to this. It's super important. It's awesome. And it would be perfect for you. It's hard to transfer that message to a person um, in a really effective way. Which I think, again, is ministry in general. That's like every time the church puts on some kind of event, there is, hey, this would be amazing. And it probably would be. But it's really hard to show that. That's other people. Uh, yeah. And so generally, if you're going to want a group to show up, you're going to want to invite five times as many people <laughs> as you think you want there <laughs> and if there aren't as that many people then it's probably not going to be a thing and so like a lot of the people that went to flight weren't really college kids like they were just random younger people sort of which was good in some ways um but it's also not exactly what it was it started out trying to be you know which is part of the reason why i was like kind of like you know I think I'm going to do something else just because I don't really feel like this is what I wanted flight to be. It's not that it's all about me. It's just I'm not that passionate about what it is right now. I like what it is. And that's awesome. But I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> so that's kind of a thing. Because what I, what I wanted it to be was basically youth group, but for aimed towards older college age kids right yeah and it was like that for a little bit it was really cool and I feel like that was the best like um, season of flight but yeah then it just kind of became like a small group and the thing when something becomes a small group it's really hard because uh, everybody kind of gets comfortable because yeah, I know like after you left you get like people would come for one week or two weeks and then just not come back. Yeah. 
because it kind of felt like he was hanging out with someone else's friends, maybe. Yeah, that might have been why. Yeah, small groups are hard to invite other people to because it feels like you're like crashing their party. Yeah. And it's also just, yeah, it kind of gets comfortable. And so, and I, and I don't really know the answer to make that better. Like, I don't know the obvious, like, oh man, this is what went wrong, this is what we should have done. Um, you know, I just think that wanted to do it right, it takes a lot of time and effort, um, and part of it would be like uh, outreach things at the colleges, um, it would be actually like engaging and talking to like families that have uh, college age kids, and this goes for youth group too, um, there is an outreach part of ministry that our church in general is real bad at, like that we just don't do well, we've never done well, um, that I feel like could be a really good key component to actually making things really vibrant, you know, and like honestly, I don't have a lot of uh, experience with that because like I've always gone to our church and it's just hasn't really been a big emphasis on doing things like going to a school function and, like, being involved in just the community stuff, you know. And that's even harder with college stuff in Georgia City because there's not a lot of college stuff happening in Georgia City, you know. It's not like you go to a place where there's a bunch of college students yeah. in Georgia City. <laughs> you would go to Eugene. And then it's like, oh, do you happen to try and find the kids that live in Georgia City? Like, <laughs> that's kind of a... Or do you just invite people... And then why would they drive to Georgia City versus Eugene, you know, versus like going to like a cooler church in Eugene. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it, it's a bad idea. I'm just saying those are a lot of things that are against it, you know, that are hard to overcome. I feel like, I feel like it's kind of unfair to like the few kids we do have to be like, well, if we don't have enough, enough people, then we're just not going to do it. I'd be fine doing it, even if we were just like three people, I'd be fine doing that. Well, but, yeah. my advice to you would be to um, pick the kids that you want to go after and just like start a small group with them. Because, like, that's the thing, is if, like, if you see a need for a few people, you can be really intentional about inviting those few people and seeing if they want to do something versus making... Because, like, what I always thought was, okay, if we make a really cool event, like a really cool night, right, where we have, we have games and food and it's really fun, like, then anybody who comes is going to realize it's awesome. Then I just need to invite whoever I want to outreach to, or whoever I want to, like, minister to, to this night, because it's awesome, right? I guess that's kind of, like, the track I was thinking of, like, a small group of ecology students. Yeah. Sort of what I had in my mind. I wasn't thinking, like, a youth group kind of thing, where you could just stand up and teach something. 
maybe call them. That seems like a, a better idea to me is, is doing kind of a small group thing because I feel like what what I wanted to do with flight just probably wasn't a, a great format for like Junction City. You know, it's something that might work in Eugene, like a bigger church. You know. I met Matt because he used to speak at the CCF thing that went on over there. Mm -hmm. That's where I met Matt. And that was a huge thing. But the problem with me was there was way too many people there. Well, I don't know that's what was the problem. But it was like, hey, I don't know. I just felt like it was just this lack of intimacy, I guess, that bothered me about it. Sure. I didn't like it. I mean, it was fine. It just wasn't. Well, I think if you wanted to do kind of a, a small group thing, I think that's probably a great idea. Yeah. You should totally do that. Um, I'll say that the, the college groups that I had been part of, because we had we had one that was at Joel and Shelley's house yeah. for a while. We had one that was at, uh, do you know who Tom Penix is? I had a conversation with Alicia about the same thing. She went through all those. Yeah. Anyway, it's one at his house, and then there was one that kind of the church did with our associate pastor. Those were all great. Was like, the awkward guy? Uh-huh. With the necktie? Uh, I don't remember if he has a necktie. But oh, his shirt's all the way up? Yep. I personally loved that dude. Like, I thought he was great. Me and him got along amazingly. But, uh... Alicia stories of his awkwardness. Oh, he was super awkward. Yeah. <laughs> He's a strange dude, but I really liked him. Um, but yeah, like, I thought all of those were great, and they were just really chill, like, hey, come to my house and have dinner. Yeah. You know, and like, we'll look at a chapter from this. That's like what book. I was thinking. This. Like, and it's so legit. Yeah, those were great. I mean, something like that is a good idea, dude. Yeah. Totally support it. Um, I talked to... I talked to Leash about it. I think I, I talked to someone with Jed a week ago, too. And I asked Patrick and Laura about it, and they said they would probably be okay with doing that. With hosting like, it? Not hosting it, just like showing up and hanging out. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. That'd be sick. I just going to talk to Matt. Talk to Matt. I'm sure he'll be like... Whatever you want to do, buddy, you just go for it. Would Matt say that? Yeah. Okay. I'd say you I, just I, go for it. Like that. I, I can't do his voice, but I can do his tone. Yes, that's what I can say. That, that is his tone. Yeah, I can't do I his know voice. that's what he would say, but that's how he would say it if he said it. Yeah. It's about the tone with Matt. It took me a while to figure out how to talk with Matt. Hmm. He's a... He's not awkward, but it's very... How did I describe it last time? It's like I'm talking with a guy from a TED Talk. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <sighs> maybe not a TED Talk. Maybe like a, a TEDx Talk. Oh, a TEDx, yeah. An independently yeah. organized one, yes. for sure. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. I think you should do it. No, I didn't even talk to you about the guys group thing. 
That's not really a big deal. It's just like hanging out with kids on like a weekday at the Dairy Queen. That does sound like a big deal. That sounds awesome. Well, I mean, it's a big deal in the sense that it is to them, but it's like, it doesn't really intimidate me that much. I bet that is really awesome, though. Yeah. Good job, man. Because I've been trying to talk with parents about that, and that was intimidating. Because parents are awkward. Well, huh. some parents are awkward. Most of them are cool, but a couple of them are awkward. Awkward people. And it's not like... It's not like I don't like them, or like I think they dislike me. It's just talking to them is very awkward. Hmm. Just because they're awkward people. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. They're more... Hmm. <laughs> you, uh... Did you start out with the, I'm here to kill your kid? Status? No. See, that helps. I, uh, I didn't do that. Hi, my name's Jake. I'm here to kill your kid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a youth leader. Hello? <laughs> Alright. Yeah. I'm something to tell you. It's completely unrelated to anything, but I just want to see what your reaction would be. Okay. I, I bought a cardigan today, and I'm planning on wearing that when it gets cold. Okay, bye. What? I don't even remember what a carnigan is. Is that like a... It's like the old man's sweater. Oh, I'm not... <laughs> not even surprised, Jake. Okay. That you just... I've already thought you had one. <laughs> I I was surprised that I didn't own one today. I was like, oh wait, I don't own one of those. Why do I own <laughs> one? closet. And then oh, it just... Yeah. I don't and then you're just at the store immediately. That's what happened. I went to Target, <laughs> and I bought one at Target, and then I came here. You're just mad in your closet, and then you find yourself in the aisles at the store. Don't even know how I got here. I saw the red blur. Yeah. I'm sure there's other stuff I should talk to you about, but... Yeah, I keep forgetting. Totally well, no, I remember what I need to talk to you about. Then you're out of town, so then I forget. You can always text me. Yeah. Be like, remind me to talk about this. Or something. Yeah. I don't care. Well, I love you, man. I'm glad we got to hang out. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I have to ask you something. I don't remember what it was. That's weird. Mm. Was it about my robot bee? What? Was it about my robot bee? That vacuum cleaner thing? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Roomba? Yeah. Why did you buy that? I That's didn't. not the question, but I'm just, I'm just curious. I didn't buy why. it. It was given to me. By an alien? Yes. Was it the greatest American hero? And he lost the instruction manual? Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. pretty crazy. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to design your tattoo still. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's it. That was months ago. That was months ago! That was months I'm ago. Sorry, I'm and then I just kind of like... Sorry I dropped on the face of the earth for a while. Just because I didn't expect it to happen, I stopped asking you about it. Oh, Which sounds mean, but... That's really mean. I don't... I'm sorry. I would really appreciate that, though. Okay. Try hard. Okay. Alright dude, I'm going in. Yeah. Shabam. Shabonk. Shablam. Shablord. So long silent movies and all the talking in between. Cleaning dust off of the press box and fixing broken tape machines. Wasn't much of an actor